Welcome to the Capsule Effort's podcast. This is episode 200. Woohoo! Uh, thank you for tuning in. Um, last 199 episodes. Uh, we'd like to say that this one's going to be something special, but you guys know us by now, so it's not. <laughs> uh, we've got a laundry list of things to run through, so we're just going to get started. Yeah, we started off with, you know, kind of, do we really want our 200th podcast to be a gump cast? And then we're like, oh, wait a minute, it's us. So, yeah, we're going to press on with this. Um, I would like to say thanks for tuning in for the last 199, if you've tolerated those and listened to them. Um, you know, the, the podcasting for us is, is sometimes a lot of fun, but every once in a while you're trying to come up with a topic that you guys actually want to hear about. Um, and, and sitting back and going, you know, what's interesting? What haven't we flogged to death? Uh, what dead horses haven't we beat on enough? And so we're going to do this one all about dry fire training, and we're going to go through Ben Stoger and Joel Park's um, bios and their histories, and we're going to talk about their... Just kidding. Um, we're going to gump cast this and talk about kind of a state of the industry um, and, and not necessarily flog the same dead horse that we've been flogging. By the way, you should be flogging that dead horse too. We do it for a reason. So um, yeah, if you haven't done your dry fire this week, um, get on that. Yeah. Take, take, take five minutes right now. Unless you're like driving and listening to this, then don't do that. Yeah. Yeah. Um, state of the industry. Uh, first things first, SHOT Show. All of the stuff that you saw from SHOT Show that went out on the internet, like from SHOT Show, from the influencers and stuff like that, we have all of it in stock. It's all here right now, and everything is 50% off that was at SHOT Show that influencers talked about. Yeah, only on Sundays and Mondays. Only though. on Sundays and Mondays, free beer tomorrow. Uh, curiously enough, from SHOT Show, there are actually some companies that have already come out with some of the stuff, recognizing that Magpul released their new organizer system for the Pelican Vault cases, for the Pelican cases, and their forthcoming new Magpul case. Uh, we do have the new grid dividers for the Pelican 730s and the Pelican Vault 730 and the Pelican Vault 800 in the store. Uh, unfortunately, I don't have those cases in the store because they're out of stock. Uh, I will have a couple in next week, but the new divider system is pretty slick. Um, my initial concerns were about rigidity. You start talking about putting like a PRS gun that weighs 20 pounds. Uh, or a legit sniper rifle that weighs, you know, 10 to 15 pounds, 16 pounds, something like that into a case like this with lots of money invested in optics and whatnot. Um, how much can you abuse the case? The way the foam seems to lock up and how rigid the foam is looks like it's really going to do a good job of holding things in place. And the sizing on it is such that it does push the divider blocks from both directions, both from the bottom grid and from the top foam. Um, so far, it looks really, really cool. Can't wait to play with it. Um, and so probably be messing around with some of that stuff. I've got a couple 1750 cases, so I'll probably hold and wait for the yeah. 1750 variant for me. Uh, but if you are running a Pelican Vault, we have the 730 and 800 grid foams available. I think they're like 130 and 150 respectively for larger and smaller. Um, really neat product. Uh, the Magpul case, I'm actually interested in. All of Magpul's new DACA stuff, whether it's the envelopes, whether it's the pouches, whether it's the yeah. gun, things have all been very, very well done very well received um and and i and i love talking to guys about some of this organizational stuff because it's kind of one of those things for me where i'm a i'm really bad at organization but i'm a little bit of a nerd about buying the stuff to do it and then figure out where i'm going to apply it later and what i've actually had happen is a lot we do a lot of hiking as a family we do a lot of outdoor stuff uh, took off went to red river gorge uh, week between Christmas and New Year's and went hiking down there. Um, nothing like hardcore backcountry, but like just getting out and seeing some neat stuff in adverse weather, adverse conditions, etc. And and the kids actually found some uses for the DACA pouches as far as keeping stuff um, dry. I know they're not waterproof, but they're very water resistant. 
um, and then keeping stuff just organized, um, you know, as well. So, you know, the DACA stuff is, is really, I think, it's not that there aren't other options, but it's really where it's at right now. Uh, I wish, along with the DACA, we had access to Thrim and like the cell vault yeah. kind of stuff and things like that, or which Magpul would come hey, out. Hey, Magpul, like here's an idea for SHOT Show 2024, do yep. battery organizer. Yes, yep, yep, please. Um, because everybody would buy it, um, you know, and I, if you do without stepping on anyone's toes, I, I get it, you know, there's a lot of, in this industry, hey, we want to be respectful of the guy who came up with the idea. Um, you know, pretend just for a moment you're Chinese nationals and you can just rip off everybody else's ideas and make it anyway, because that's probably what's going to happen with your foam stuff, um, is that everybody's going to rip it off anyway. Yeah. So, um, Glock triggers. Glock came out with the match trigger. Match-ish? Is that what they yeah, Am I saying the, that right? The, the new fancy Glock trigger, yeah. um, whatever it's called. Yeah. 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 Hopefully we get them soon. Yeah. It's, it's, uh, it's Glock perfection-er. Yeah. Um, ish or I don't know something we haven't seen one yet kind of interested in that though I mean you know if Glock can make a trigger that's that's reasonably priced that's you know reliable like 100 125 bucks yeah that's yeah. reliable and does what everybody else's does pretty much that would be pretty cool um, you know obviously didn't get a touch it didn't get to play with it reviews were were kind of meh you know it's better than a Glock trigger but it's not XYZ um, I think a lot of for us a lot of putting an upgraded trigger in a gun is it had damn well better be durable and reliable and functional. Uh, it had better, you better be able to put a lot of rounds through it, both dry fire and live fire to train with and stuff like that and hold up well. Um, you know, we've had good luck with some of the brands like Apex and some of the others that we move through here. And we've also brought in a couple brands for guys that are more competition only, like we have carried the Timneys. I've got Timneys in stock, I think, right now for, for certain generations of Glock. And the Timneys, I would say, are probably not a stake your life on a trigger, whereas the Apexes tend to be. Hopefully this maybe falls somewhere in the middle where it's a really great trigger that's still dead nuts reliable, as Glock seems to do with most yeah. of their stuff. So, um, Holosun, Holosun had a whole raft of new crap coming out. Yeah. What did they say? Quarter three, quarter four? Yeah, the new thermal, thermal optic or the night vision optic where they took the AMS and added those capabilities. Yeah. Are Q3 or Q4 of yeah. 2023 um, on the good side. So that means we'll probably see them in the middle of 2024. Yeah. Um, yeah, interesting concept um, with that. Although to actually use it, you do have to point the muzzle at whatever you're trying to observe. Yeah. Um, so we, we kind of automatically violate at least one of the four rules of firearm safety. Yeah. Just in using that technology. Um, maybe be really cool for you know, coyote hunting, yep. uh, predator hunting, that kind of stuff. Yep. As far as a, call it tactical optic, um, yeah, I, I don't know if it's there. Yeah, as a tactical optic, I'm almost going to give it that down vote because you do have to point the gun at things. Maybe maybe in certain defensive encounter type situations, maybe it's a viable option. Um, I, I still just don't like the idea of pointing the gun at stuff. Plus, I don't like the idea of having to hold the gun up the whole time to scan with it as well. Yeah. Because while the optic looks like it's fairly small, fairly light, um, not cumbersome, the weapon it's on might still wear you out. So. Um, yeah, you know, kind of got to reserve judgment on that one. Also want to see, you know, at some point when it comes out, how does it react with IR light? How does it react with IR lasers? You know, that's that's where it's going to fall for being, you know, something you can slave to other stuff. I, mean, I understand it's weapon mounted and you shouldn't need all that, but you may need an IR alum to go along with it, yeah. even if you don't need the aiming laser uh, and go from there. Or it may be an adjunct where you're running, you know, that same stuff on your gun plus now this optic because it is a multitasker. Yeah. So maybe you choose, you know, to run it as along with or whatever. I don't know, you know, yeah. I don't know how all that works. I'm not a not a super Nazi Nazi night visiony guy. Yeah. Yeah. So 
Um, I, I know that there was a, a metric ton of other stuff released. Um, SHOT Show is, is, is kind of not what it used to be. Uh, it, attendance is about half of what it was pre-COVID. Um, and and it's, it, is, it is a ridiculously, ridiculously expensive endeavor for a business to set up at SHOT Show. Um, to the extent that like some of the big names, you know, even over the last decade, we're just going and renting a real nice suite somewhere and having business meetings in the suite adjacent to SHOT. Yeah. Um, and not actually spending big dollars on the floor there. A um, couple of guys that we know that are industry insiders, um, we're having conversations with dudes who did go, some companies who went, who are kind of looking at the expense, the number of people they take out, et cetera, and looking at the dollars and the return on investment and going, um, you know, we're, it, it's just not there. So unfortunately, with technology, with Zoom meetings, with people's accustomed, being accustomed to working from social home. Media. Yeah, social media, et cetera. Uh, unfortunately, trade shows are, are kind of dwindling. And I, 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 you know, shop is interesting. It's a good chance to go hang out with your buddies in the industry. Um, I, I don't know that the same amount of business gets done there um, that, that used to, but you know, that it, it is what it is. So, yeah. you know, just something to take into account with this, like literally attendance pre-COVID was about 90,000 visitors uh, or, or attendees, participants. Um, and it was down to somewhere around 40 or a little less this last, you know, COVID, I understand that because they canceled it a couple of years, yeah. but like coming back from it, everybody's kind of realizing, man, it's a lot of money to throw it. Not a lot of return apparently. So, and used to be companies would bring stuff to SHOT Show. Um, that was cool that you could get for free or you could buy on the cheap or, you know, and vendor to vendor stuff, you could make good deals. But if lots of people aren't showing up, it kind of puts the kibosh on that a little bit. So, um, anything else on shot? The new, uh, Buitaman Playa, uh, the Aloha shirt. Is it Playa or is it Playa? Playa, Playa. I don't know. I don't know. Like Playa yeah, del Carmen. The, uh, the 1980s drug wars shirt is yeah. really cool. Yeah. Yeah. Buitaman.com. Yeah. .com. Check it out. Pre-order. Um, all that fun stuff. Um, th this one, I've liked every single one he's done, and I think I own, if not all the colors, I own at least one of each. Um, but the the new, the new, the new cartel one, I'm going to call it the cartel one, the play yeah. one, whatever, is, uh, it, it is, it's special. It's, it's pretty damn cool. Um, it's loud and proud. Um, I, I that's, you guys, when you look at these shirts, kind of some people kind of choke on the price of the shirt. The ones that I have from years ago look like new. They yeah. wear well. They're very comfortable. They're sized and cut appropriately. Um, and the, the details are there, like bamboo buttons and stuff like that. It, it is for the money. You're not just you're not just making Andrew rich. Boy, I can't wait till he hears this. Um, you're not just making Andrew rich. I mean, it is, you know, it, there's a lot of money that goes into making a good quality garment, never mind the, you know, literally hundreds of hours of work in design and perfection. Uh, he's a yeah. perfectionist, so, you know, it's, it's pretty cool. Um, cool. Moving on from shot. Yeah. NFA. Um, repeal the NFA. Right. Defund the ATF. Oh, wait a minute. Um, no, we'll actually talk about something that's real. Uh, NFA braces. Yeah. Yeah, the brace thing, uh, the ATF has, has said that they're going to officially publish their brace bullshit matrix in the Federal Register on the 31st. Of January. Of which January. Will be a couple days before you're listening to this. Yeah. Um, and so they're supposed to publish it on the 31st. We'll see because they've said they were going to do this for two years now and, and are finally getting around to it. I think they will. I just don't know what day. If they publish it on the 31st, it in effect will go into uh, it'll go into effect pretty much. Is that March or June one? 
Season one. Yeah, it's 100, 120 days. 120 days uh, past. Yeah. Yeah. So basically what they're saying is, um, you know, anything out there that's available as a 16-inch rifle that you put a shorter barrel on and a brace on um, and that you would use with two hands to include the matrix conversation into it without getting into the details or nitty-gritty um, is, is going to become an SBR, an illegal SBR if you don't register it. You can get a free-form one as an individual if you, if you choose to do that. Um, you know, I would, I would, I, our advice to everybody right now at not being attorneys is to pump the brakes, give it 30 days after they publish it to see if it gets challenged, gets stayed. Um, unfortunately, the courts have not been super good about staying ATF decisions. They've been good about getting them to court and spanking them, but they've not been good about just saying, Hey, hold, hold the phone here. Um, yeah. we're not going to let you make 40 to 50, 40 million people felons immediately with this bullshit. So we'll see maybe this time because of the volume, they'll do that, but who knows? Um, that's what I'd like to see personally as it gets stayed and then get spanked and go away yeah. and maybe even dig a little deeper into the ATF and make suppressors and all this stupidity go away anyway. Yeah. It'd be nice to see the NFA get overturned because of the stupidity. Yeah. Um, so your options, you know, you can form one or you can just peel the arm brace off and press on. Uh, if you have other items on the device that make it two-hand usable, i.e. there's a flashlight up front or something like that, well, that means you're holding that other part of the gun with another hand. And pistols are only one-hand weapons, according to the ATF. Anything that has to have two hands on it is thereby a rifle. Um, never so mind I, the fact I that... I guess my Glock 17 every, is a rifle. Every, yeah, every police officer taught how to shoot a gun, you know, basically in the last, I don't know, 50 years has been taught to use two hands um, on the gun, if possible. And so it's kind of a, the way they're defining this, they're basically redefining what a rifle is, which is not their job. It's not within their purview. Um, and they're legislating from, you know, they're legislating from Martinsburg, I guess, is the conversation. Or Washington, D.C. in the ATF building. Well, where I'm just saying wherever for, NFA for, is. I don't know if I'm yeah. assuming it's probably the, the head dinks doing this, these, these idiots. Uh, but either way, um, you know, you do have some options to so study up on it. Um, there's a couple pitfalls around 922R that I, I don't want to get into the details other than if you have a foreign manufactured pistol um, and you SBR it, you may be jumping out of the frying pan into the fire with 922R compliance. Do some research on that. Um, there have only been four people, I think, actually arrested or charged with 922R violations in like the last decade. But if they I was put 11. Say the last like 50 years. Yeah, I mean, it, 922R is something. Even the ATF doesn't fucking understand the 922R. Sorry, that just really hacks me how stupid this is. Uh, the other thing is there's an 88 day denial like clause thing that if they begin your background check, not you submit, but you begin your background. They actually begin your background check that if it doesn't process within 88 days, it's an automatic denial. Um, now you've sent them paperwork saying you own an illegal SBR and they can choose to take enforcement action against you. In an amnesty period, I think that would be a really bad thing for them to do because I think that would get the whole amnesty just monkey stomped by the courts. Uh, but again, it's the ATF, and I don't trust them to do anything rational or intelligent, either one. Um, so, you know, just some things to look into. Do some reading up on it. I know this is 300 pages. Uh, there's some dudes out there on the Internet putting out some good content, some of whom are attorneys. Uh, there's a couple guys with GOA. Uh, there's a dude's last name's Kirk, uh, Bill Kirk, William Kirk out in Washington State, who's been really good with this stuff. He does some good explanations. Um, and, and, I, you know, and I don't want to throw out there like the worst case, all the stuff they could do, because this, this rule basically steps all over itself and trips itself up multiple different ways um, and then trips itself up and conflicts with a whole bunch of other stuff. If it's going to be an amnesty around this rule with a whole bunch of other stuff already in writing by the ATF, 
which is part of the problem with having an organization strictly set up to deal with you know alcohol tobacco firearms etc because there's different divisions that do each one of these things and the reality check is you know these laws need to be pulled way back um like to the ten commandments or some kind of crap like that and then put it all under one federal agency and go on you know again you know we could get congress to defund the atf and push it all into the fbi but then who's going to keep an eye on the fbi that's a scary thought. I don't know. So we'll have the CIA keep an eye on the FBI. Ooh, now that's frightening. Uh, maybe effective, but frightening. So anyway, so yeah, so that's you know the brace thing. Um, it, it is you know it's upon us. Um, it, I, I'm going to throw this out there. Um, if you if you have not contacted your elected representatives, please do so in a polite but firm professional manner. Uh, you know, kind of my, my comment is basically, you know, I'm, I'm lucky because, you know, a couple of my guys are pretty pro-gun and they're already on board with this. Um, you know, to the ones that are going to get squishy about it because it's NFA, it scares them. Um, you know, I'm basically letting them know if, if they're not vocally opposed to this ruling uh, and getting it into the courts and getting the courts to smack it down, that, that the next time, next election, I will vote for a broccoli florette before I will vote for them. Um, which, you know, broccoli florets a vegetable, oh. so that'd be like voting for a Democrat. Yeah. Anyway, so maybe that's, maybe that's, you know, maybe that's yeah. where we go. Yeah. So. I was going to say on the, on the state level for this, um, contact, your, ta- contact your state representatives and tell them you want concealed rifles added to the concealed handgun thing. Well, or you uh, wanted to make it a concealed weapon law, concealed weapons, where I yeah. can yeah, I can drag whatever I want around in my vehicle. You know, maybe it's castle doctrine for long guns and concealed for whatever. I don't care. Um, but we, we have some states pushing some preemptive stuff saying, hey, get your hands off our guns, D.C. Um, I, I, and, and I think that if, if we had the cojones here in Ohio to push some legislation forward like that, we have some folks in our state Congress that would push it to DeWine. And if we were loud enough, DeWine's been pretty good with gun stuff. So I don't, you know, some stuff I don't like about Mini Mike, but guns are not the problem yeah. in Ohio. Yeah. So, yep. Um, in general, anything else specifically with braces? I mean, I don't want to beat it to death, and I don't want to go into too much detail, but read up on it, learn on it. Um, beware going in the gun store and talking to the fat guy behind the counter about law. Um, he doesn't have a law degree. Um, he probably just barely graduated a liberal arts college. Um, the only 4.0 he ever got was on a breathalyzer. So, um, you know, you probably want to be cautious coming in here and saying, hey, you know, what's going on with this? Read up on it. We'll give you the best information we have without getting you in trouble. But, I, you know, the legal advice, I won't be representing you in court, and I surely won't be in the jail cell next to you, um, you know, unless something goes really sideways. So, Or we all get caught together. Yeah. So, um, in general, this is going to lead probably to some massive backlogs with the processing of Form 1s and Form 4s. I know they're supposed to be separate divisions, but if stuff goes sideways and we start pushing enough through, it's going to create some issues that I think are going to be endemic to all of NFA not just to form one so uh, if you are looking at doing a form one already or you were looking at buying a suppressor i don't know i the time is now um you know i, I don't think if you were going to do one already you're not really bootlicking you know get it done go on um but anything you want to do via nfa branch i would probably do it sooner than later because if this does pop and there's a deluge opened up uh, it could be really interesting so yeah, yeah. um you know in general guys with all this stuff um in, in a polite professional nonviolent manner be ungovernable it really is you know I, I don't know maybe it's time to stop playing along but you know in a polite professional manner work with your representatives work with the representation you have 
um, and push this stuff and let people know that you know you've got a voice, you got to vote. You know, you're you, this is ridiculous. Turning forty million people into felons with the whip of a pen is just flat out bullshit. Yeah. Let somebody know that you think it's flat out bullshit because I think we're we are a silent majority. Um, and with as many people as went out and bought these things over the last two years, a number of whom you know woke up in the middle of the night one night to their local police agencies popping off knee knockers and gas canisters thinking it was you know a war going on down the street not knowing um a lot of those folks voted for obama twice but they were still in the gun store the next day buying a gun because somebody threw a brick through their new beamer windshield and they're you know they were pissed and scared all at once um you know if you're one of those people you're probably not listening to this but maybe you could forward it to one of those people and say hey you know you went out and bought that firearm for a reason um you know why maybe do some introspection and decide why you did it and then contact your rep and say, hey, you know, I, yeah. I, I want my rights. I want your hands off my rights. And I want the ATF to not be able to make these decisions without your input into it. I elected you. I didn't elect them. Where's the power coming from? So, yeah, be ungovernable. Yeah. Very cool. I don't think I have anything else, guys. Short and sweet. We saved you on this one. We didn't make yeah. you listen to, you know, 50 minutes of Gumpcast. Yeah, this also, I'm just throwing this out there, but this might be the time to start looking for body armor for your dog. Yeah. If you own a pistol brace and a dog, armor yeah. up your dog because yeah. we, we like dogs. Yep, absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. Some other folks don't, so, or apparently anyway. So, um, the last side note, guys, as you are uh, chasing down, you know, like what we have in stock and stuff like that, you know, Brian talks about it at the closing every, every podcast. Um, we, we are scribbling stuff down on a whiteboard or scribbling stuff down on a piece of paper and taking a picture of it for social media um, because they are still left-wing commie bastards. Uh, so, you know, if we put a picture of a gun out there, we get monkey stomped. So, so a lot of this is, that's why we're Cap City Outfitters 2 on Instagram. Yeah. Um, but that's the way we'll be doing it. And we'll probably be doing it more, more and more with, as we bring in used guns and stuff like that, with the economy getting weird, we're definitely having an uptick in the purchase of used guns and people selling used guns on our end. So we're, you know, some of that stuff, that's where we'll be posting it. Um, you know, if you see it, if you want it, you know, give us a call, give us a shot with a credit card in hand or stop by and we'll get you taken care of. Um, but unfortunately that is the MO that we have to use. We can't be sexy about it or, or they pull us and then we can't communicate with you at all. Um, and we try not to beat you up, you know, with social media posts. We try not to beat you up with other stuff like that, especially, you know, emails and whatnot. Yeah. So if the comms are out there, it's something that we think is interesting. You should be looking at. So give us a call if you like it. So cool. Mm-hmm. All right. Yep. On that note, uh, follow us along on social media. We're on instagram and facebook on ig or cap city offers Two on facebook to search for cap city outfitters we also do an email newsletter that comes out once a week on fridays you can sign up for that at capcityoutfitters.com or send us an email to info at capcityoutfitters.com and we will add you to the newsletter list um, on the website you can find information such as how to do an ffl transfer or the link to purchase a suppressor via our storefront over at silencershop.com and then we're here in Hilliard, Ohio. We're at 4465 Cemetery Road. We're in front of the Aldi's. We're directly next to Louis Fusion Drill. Um, we're here Tuesday through Friday, 10 to 5, and Saturdays, 10 to 3. And we look forward to seeing you soon. Thanks for tuning in, guys. Appreciate it.